This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Happy Charged Up Studio Tuesday. This is Dana Olivo with Marketatomy LLC. And we're coming to you today. Um, It'll just be me. Uh, We will be starting our guest appearances right after the first of the month. So this week, what we're going to be talking about is the 15 predictions that I see moving forward in 2021 as a result of COVID. But before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit about what's been going on in our nation um, over the last week. And one of the things that has really stood out with me is the fact of these conspiracy theories. Now, I'm not a conspiratorial theorist, Myself, personally, but as you've heard before on my other podcast, my son is, my husband even is to a degree. And I've gotten to the point where there are some theories out there that I feel as though could very well have some truth to them. I mean, you know, consider this. Would we have thought that a year and a half ago, that the entire world would be thrown into a pandemic where we're all having to wear face masks and uh, needing um, um, shots in order to protect ourselves from this pandemic. If you listen to my last podcast, you know my personal feelings as far as the actual pandemic is concerned. But let's talk a little bit about some of those conspiracies that are out there. And this is really something that's kind of hit home to the point where even I have to admit, God, if this happens, it's, it's, it's going to be a catastrophe. So first of all, um, this is coming to me through several different people. Uh, how can I say this? It's not necessarily resources that I don't know if I can trust or not. Some of them are family members. Uh, But they are people, including my son, that do do a lot of research. So keep an open mind as as I read through this and consider what would happen if any of this really did come true. So the first one is um, it's been talked about that Biden and many others who have committed treason will be arrested on the 20th. Evidently, there's 205,000 sealed indictments against them right now. Now, is that true or is it not? Those are things that, you know, a lot of research is going to, you know, come into play. Now, with that being said, what's that mean as far as Trump is concerned? 
Does that mean Trump is going to remain in office? According to these theories, it says that Trump will be put back into office starting a second term sometime between the 20th and April 1st. Well, that's a long time in order for this to happen. But when you think about everything that might be coming down the road, those are things to, to, to keep in mind. There's also, there's a divide between, along with our CIA and FBI, that will unleash terror among our cities. Is that something that we are ready for? You know, we've heard a lot of stories about this whole experience unleashing civil war. You know, rather than the North and the South, we're talking about the Democrats and Republicans. Okay? Is civil war a possibility? And if it is, are we prepared for it? Massive troop buildup along with Patriot missiles, uh, missile systems have been put in place to take them down, meaning the FBI and the CIA, quickly. So we're being cautioned to stay home. Well, with the social distancing, a lot of us are already staying home. But is that something that we really should take into consideration? Could this possibly happen? If we, it's said that if we are to get any communication, it will be through the emergency broadcast system on cell phones. So they're recommending that we keep them charged and keep them close to us. There's the possibility, according to these, these theories, there's the possibility that we may have a dark period of two weeks or longer. So be prepared with water and food. You know, stay home, especially if you live near big cities. And then it says to be prepared for a new America, minus the DS banking cabal. And lastly, console many confused fellow Americans. Now this kind of, this all seems like it's, it's out of context with what America is. America, the land of the free. But again, like I said, think back. Would we have considered the fact that the entire world would be thrown into a pandemic and social distancing and COVID and the immunizations that are needed to be able to go back to our normal lives? Would that have been a possibility in our realm of thinking a year and a half ago? No. No. So do we think and and take some kind of, not comfort because it's not comfort, but take some kind of thought into how much of these conspiracy theorists or theories could really be true or could really happen. At this point, I can tell you that my husband has already gone out and gotten the water and the food and everything just to play it safe. It's better to be safe than sorry. So with that being said, let's move on into what my 15 predictions are, and they do not include these, these theories, but these predictions may go completely, uh, be blown completely out of the water should any of these theories come true, especially for the first few months. 
So for many business owners like myself, you know, 2020 presented unprecedented challenges as the COVID-19 pandemic introduced a new normal. You know, as a strategist whose businesses whose business relies heavily on face-to-face interaction with my clients, I've had to take a step back and examine how I could possibly continue the intimate relationships with my clients and to examine how I do that in a virtual environment. I had to figure out ways of monitoring effectiveness virtually while keeping my clients from panicking as their own businesses were turned upside down. In addition, as the pandemic continued and I realized we would never be going back to business as usual, I had to restructure my business to to, to meet customer needs virtually and still be able to attract new customers. The year 2020 challenged me as a strategist on many levels. Although I feel that I've come out ahead simply by keeping my doors open, my revenue numbers took a serious hit. With this being said, let's move into what I feel as though our, ch- our next 15 challenges are for 2021. And keep in mind that these predictions are not necessarily what I have come up with but rather what I have seen or uh, made assumptions of based on research I've done and experiences with dealing with my current clientele. So number one, first and foremost, remote work will continue through 2021 and beyond. We're never going back to what we were before. In February, March of 2020, we were thrown into a situation that tested our abilities to adapt quickly to environmental changes. For those small companies that we were used to working remotely, the transition was not as much of an issue as it was for those larger companies that did not have remote work processes in place. The transition was much more difficult I mean, a perfect example was our education system and service-based businesses. Look at the restaurants. I mean, I'm talking about large chain restaurants. Some of the their locations have had to shut down. Ruby Tuesdays, right here next to the university, had to shut down. Whether they shut down temporarily or whether they shut down for good is another story. But it took a good... 30 to 60 days as technology and training were introduced to streamline the processes. Moving forward, in 2021, it would be pertinent to you to revisit your remote workforce processes to ensure that your systems are implemented to maintain effective communication and reporting. It is also imperative to to ensure that the mental health of your employees is protected. And finally, we may see a reduction in salaries to match the cost of living expenses, which could be significant. You no longer, uh, your employees are no longer having to travel in and out of work. They're no longer having to, a lot of them have given up their childcare services because the children are staying at home. You know, so although your employers may have 
been able to reduce their expenses, we have, as employers, have to keep in mind that we are tagging on to their existing electricity, uh, square footage in their houses to set up, you know, separate work areas, and in some cases, cellular usage. Additionally, some employees may not be set up with dedicated space for working from home. So, as employers, it's important for us to communicate with remote workers to determine what could be done to relieve the pressure of distractions and to keep that mental health and that stress level at an even keel. So let's look at number two. There will be no speed limits on innovation. Well, that was proven back in February, March of this past year. As we move more into a virtual environment, gaps will emerge, prompting new technology and systems to streamline production and operations. A world of development tools, infrastructure, and open source software will be accelerated as thought leaders in the technology field take advantage of an uprise of customers needing solutions. So when you think about that, think about the changes that are going on right now in digital marketing, Facebook. Think about the changes that are happening right now with remote meeting platforms like Zoom. Think about all of that and what could be done to streamline the process. They've introduced a lot of security measures, but those security measures are sometimes interfering in the processes, the simplicity of the processes for doing business. Number three is move to individual technology tools offering disruptive technologies. After this hellacious year of consolidating technology in an effort to cut costs and ensure ease of use in remote environments, we will see a peak in consolidation in 2021. As companies are able to reevaluate their technological infrastructure, they will begin to look for ways to create value through disruptive technology. And this is where we'll see all of these new apps coming out. So programmers, app programmers and developers are going to see a lot more uh, revenue over the next year to two years. Employers may require vaccination for on-site employees. That's number four here. Public health officials have been clear that vaccinations are the key to fully reopening businesses, workplaces, and schools. However, the speed at which the vaccines have been introduced and the questions surrounding the accurate reporting of true COVID-19 numbers have many, even first responders, hesitating to be first in line for vaccines. They're preferring to wait on results from the first round of vaccines. And I can tell you, if you trust anything with the social media, you can see that there are already symptoms that are being cropped up. Now, whether they are false news or not, I can't tell you, but symptoms like palsy and um, uh, numbness in the face, these are all 
things that have been reported so far in the digital marketing or the digital digital world. So again, when you see these, look back at the resources and where it has come from to before you begin to believe a lot of this. This is an area where there's much debate moving forward in 2021 as citizens argue over mandatory immunizations versus personal rights. Think about it. Employers don't require proof of polio and rubella shots before hiring, do they? Where does COVID-19 vaccine fit into this? What if we're traveling? Just going back to work isn't the only um, issue or stopgap in COVID immunization. Number five is concentrated efforts focused on humanizing the virtual experience. This is probably one of the biggest ones that I think we as small business owners are going to have to face or encounter. With so many virtual meetings between employees and, empl and customers, people are experiencing concentration fatigue. Uh, this fatigue is due to a lack of physical proximity. Companies will probably be seeking ways to actively engage employees to increase production and participation. Sales and business development individuals will be looking for ways to engage new prospects through virtual networking environments, being able to focus on connections and capturing targeted prospects with innovative virtual techniques. Operations will be seeking ways of adhering and meeting customer expectations in a virtual environment, all of which will involve thought leader partnering, technology experts to produce innovative solutions. And this is where we will move into a more rapid expansion of VR, AR, and AI technology, which we'll get to in one of my other trends a little bit later. Service providers are brought to task to meet consumer streaming demand. With the massive growth of business, education, telemedicine, and social engagements virtually, service providers are having to respond fast to manage the surge in traffic. You know, being able to avoid lagging and downgrading quality and slower speeds, we'll see providers investing in edge cloud moving applications and data closer to users and connected devices to enhance the user and application experience. Expect to see a change in the provider industry. It will be important to remain apprised of edge technology and what the different options are out there for you and your business. Just this weekend, I had to change my cable provider because of excessive outages and slow streaming capabilities. Number seven, companies will be implementing augmented reality, AR, to enhance customer experience in a virtual world. It's all about the experience. We've always said that the customer experience is, is primary when dealing with 
building the customer journey. What was generally reserved for large multi-conglomerate organizations is now becoming a necessity for smaller businesses. With the advancement of AR technology, pricing has dropped considerably, allowing small businesses to afford to build this technology into their virtual infrastructure. Virtual demonstrations, conferences, and a virtual gaming environment are all ways of engaging prospects and customers into the experience of your brand. These are all things that we're going to see advancing rapidly in 2021. We're going to see a rise in learning educational systems and virtual conferences. As we're held hostage at home, the importance of virtual learning and conferences has become important in our ongoing growth development as a company. One of the main contributions that my company has made over the last 12, 10 months was to convert all of our cognitive education programs into a virtual education system focused primarily on small business education. Called Marketatomy Academy, we have built a customized platform to provide the tools small business owners need to grow a successful business. Did you know that small business license, licenses have, has increased 82% since March of last year? So positioning Marketatomy Academy in front of these small businesses is our opportunity to reduce the number of failed businesses 12 months from now. And that is our number one mission with Marketatomy. More and more companies have seen the value of moving into an educational environment, whether it be through a learning management system or through virtual conferences. Number nine is the rise of the new CEO. And we're talking about the chief empathy officer. As a strategist, I have always focused on the customer-centric organization. Never has it been more important than now to focus on how empathy will play into the overall charter of the organization. This does not just apply to certain individuals, but rather to all employees, from the C-suite on down to the janitor whose job it is to preserve the brand look for the organization. The business challenges experienced in 2020 have made it clear that leaders need to go all in on empathy, tapping into the human perspective to make customer-centric decisions. Learning from team members who interact daily with customers is critical to successfully building an empathetic organization. Business travel will be significantly reduced. Not only will the ongoing pandemic maintain a hold on business travel, but the impact of testing and possibly mandatory immunizations may also restrict travel growth after the pandemic. As a result, travel resources will struggle with balancing passenger count with expanded inventory for more frequent trips. My husband and I were just talking a couple weeks ago. We 
got to get out of this house. We've got to get out and enjoy ourselves. And so we've been seriously thinking about taking a 15-day cruise over in Europe or down in the Caribbean. But part of that decision is going to depend on what the cruise line is willing to do to protect us. And I can tell you that a lot of them have really gone to the extent of reducing the number of passengers on their cruise ships and also providing extra safety measures and making sure that there's social distancing in, in common gathering areas, in the dining room, in the entertainment halls, all of that. Those are the things that we're going to be looking for as we travel. They aren't going to require um, immunizations, but they will be doing the daily checks as far as fevers and making sure that everybody is healthy. There'll be an increased number of new business startups. As I said earlier, with a large number of layoffs as a result of the pandemic, many individuals have decided to take a chance to go out on their own. Why? Because they could not find work. There's no work out there. A recent article in the New York Times quoted that small business licenses have increased 82% since April of 2020. As technology grows and new systems are introduced, their positions have become obsolete. Some companies will work to retain and reskill employees, but many will be left to their own devices. Those who do delve out on their own will face a new set of challenges, especially if they don't have the knowledge of how to run and build a successful business. This could introduce increased numbers of failed businesses by the end of 2021. And when you think about it, think about the effect those failed businesses will have on our GDP, on our mental stability of our citizens in general, on our labor force. They'll have a negative impact all the way around. The glut of commercial space will be, that will be coming available re, will reduce the rental rates. That's number 12. Because of corporate downsizing and virtual employment, companies will be looking to reduce fixed overhead, including rent. As more and more office space becomes available, we'll see lower rental rates and more creative packages to attract new renters. So it could be a positive for those small businesses looking to rent space, but it could also be a negative to those realtors who deal primarily in, com in commercial space. I was involved in back in the middle 80s when the commercial market took a dive and I know the effect that this can have on the real estate market. In-store in service personnel will shift to pickers, packers, and drivers. We've already seen this since March of last year as more and more companies, retail companies, are moving into home deliveries. 
Social distancing as a result of the pandemic has shifted service-based responsibilities of those to order picking and tracking and packing for home deliveries. Although, the, although these activities contribute to the customer experience process and provide a basis for monitoring customer expectations, it does limit revenue growth dependent upon resource capabilities. Whether some form of customized personal service remains after the pandemic is still to be seen. But I think that we can all agree that as we get used to having things brought to us, as opposed to us having to go out to it, is going to benefit some of us and we're gonna to wanna to continue it. I can tell you that I have three primary pet peeves and they all involve things like putting gas in my car. If I could never have to put gas in my car, I will be a happy camper. Going grocery shopping or shopping at all, I'm not a shopper. I don't like going shopping. And finally going to the bank. Now a lot of that's been taken care of with online banking, but there are times when you have to go to the bank. And to me, all three of these are tasks that I could take or leave. So I can tell you that I'm one who enjoys having things delivered to me now. We'll see more mergers and acquisitions is number 14. COVID-19 has definitely put a hamper on small business as many have closed their doors during the pandemic. Some have simply closed temporarily, others permanently. Those small and medium businesses that have been unable or have been able to weather the storm have sought out ways of strengthening their infrastructure by partnering with other firms or simply selling. According to Ernst & Young Global, a recent study indicated a 33% M&A closure rate among American businesses, despite a great deal of uncertainty in the market. Depending on how people behave during this crisis will impact brand awareness reflecting in future M&A deals. And finally, success hinges on people strategy. Looking ahead to 2021 and beyond, it's not necessarily the technology itself that will make the biggest impact on the company's success, but rather how well organizations deploy and manage their, their digital solutions. In short, the success of digital strategy hinges on the organization's larger people strategy, recruiting, retaining, and reinventing the right talent to manage their technology investments. So those are my five predictions for 2021. Whether they all come true or not, I can't tell you right now. I feel fairly confident that a lot of these, we've already seen some, some indication in the past year, but we're gonna see a lot more push in 2021. But again, that's all gonna depend on what happens over the next week to two weeks or more as a result of the inauguration on the 20th. I hate to even 
consider that any of these theories, whether conspiracy or not, prove themselves true because we have lived in a society where we can truly say that we are a free America. And with what seems to be predicted coming down with these theories would definitely throw us into a country of unrest and disappointment. So let's pray for all of our American citizens moving forward. God bless each and every one of you. This is Dana Oliva with Marketatomy. And I will be back hopefully next week. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, next week we are going to be doing a book review on the E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. This is one podcast that you will definitely want to participate in and I would highly recommend you go to Amazon download the audiobook or the or the uh, digital book or if you have the hard book read it before our podcast next week until then be safe and you can always reach us at info at chargedupstudio.com you can follow us on LinkedIn on Instagram on Facebook on YouTube and contribute to our platform on Patreon This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.